Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, and Jesse Moffat Entertainment. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations and has been recognized by the Sioux Falls Stage Awards with a special distinction for promoting the arts. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Thank you, Zach. You nail that intro every week. By the way, uh, we were not able to attend Zach's show when he headlined at Boss's Comedy Club last Friday as we were in Brookings to see the Brookings to Broadway dance recital. Our granddaughter, Harper Lee, did a wonderful job as always and always makes us proud, by the way. We just happen to love her and her little brother, Jack, and there's a little Jack story coming up uh, in a bit. Uh, however, I did hear that Zach's show was awesome. That's not unusual to hear that because he is awesome. Look forward to seeing him the next time he's doing some stand-up and uh, hopefully, well, I, I know he's performing soon, but just uh, you know, the opportunity to get to see him, hope that comes along soon. In the meantime, as for today's show, actor Leslie Parker is going to be on. She still has some time being caught in the net at uh, Old Town Dinner Theater this weekend, including tonight. Then next week, she's heading out to Long Island, New York. That's home for her to see what stage she can conquer there. So we wish her the best. Also, a very fun conversation with her coming up in just a few minutes. And then later in the show, a very fun past the mic conversation, uh, or conversations, we should say, from the Firefly Oasis. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday, so a day early, we start the party. All right, get that mug, get that uh, schooner. <laughs> Those that have been to Miles Inn in Sioux City or over in Okaboji, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, or you get your cup of coffee, your spot of tea, whatever it is. All kind of depends on when you're listening and so forth. But we want to toast it to backyards. Three season rooms, patios, garages, wherever you can gather together with what I call family. Family and friends that you consider family. Had a great grill out at the Firefly Oasis and... Uh, while we've been using our new grill a handful of times already, Clark, that's the name of the grill, was uh, put to an early test. Memorial Day came through with flying colors, or at least a good steady flame for hot dogs and hamburgers. All right, Weekend Eve Toast has been brought to you by Ale Hop Brewery Tours. People are talking about how great it is using Ale Hop. Now on their Facebook page, you're going to see comments such as uh, what Tina had to say. Super fun and convenient. You can go out, have a good time with friends, and not have to worry about driving home. Best of all, supports our locals. Well said. No matter what brewery in Sioux Falls is your favorite, Ale Hop Brewery Tours lets you and your friends 
Choose any or all of the local breweries plus a distillery. Book your private tours online, alehopbrewerytours.com. That is alehopbrewerytours.com. Now, if you happen to be out and about on a weekend, you can hop on a public tour. For more info, call 605-777-2183, 605-777-2183. Ale Hop Brewery Tours, where micro fans meet micro brews. Honorable Oh, he's had one before, and she's had one before, but honorable mentions going out to our granddaughter and our grandson, most especially our grandson, Jack. I already told you that uh, Harper had her recital. She did very, very well, and we just love her to death. We also love Jack the same way. Uh, but uh, here's the little story about Jack. You know, Harper did great dancing, but Jack kind of stole Grandpa Dave's heart in the show, before it started, I'm sitting on the left side of Carrie, and Jack is sitting on the right-hand side of Carrie, known as Grammy. So I would be what? Grandpa, right? You know? And, uh, well, anyway, uh, we're waiting for the rest of the family to show up. When his dad shows up, Jack is one of the happiest little souls you'll ever meet. That's Daddy! Daddy! And he says to Carrie... Grammy, that's my daddy. Then he looks over and points up at me and says, that's your daddy. All right, Jack, you get all the applause this week for that. <laughs> How old do some people think I am anyway? All right. Coming up later in the show, a potpourri of picnickers, talking arts and entertainment. But coming up next, actor Leslie Parker on the Dave Holly Hour. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T South Dakota. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself, too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. He's a bit flirtatious, but most of all, fun. Once again, here's Dave Hawley. Welcome back, everybody. Always a pleasure. You know, I say it every time we have a conversation about Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment because it's always a pleasure to bring new talent on the scene, too. A new guest in the midst of caught in the net, but ready to head to something bigger this summer, we have Leslie Parker. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you. You know, I've, I've been told that. <laughs> I say, what about that Leslie Parker? They say, oh, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, uh, but uh, you've been busy. 
Uh, especially since getting here to Sioux Falls. Uh, you have uh, a movie background, some film. Yes. And uh, you've been uh, very excited getting back into the world of theater. Yes. Tell us what started that. Well, growing up on Long Island, a uh, very large Catholic background, went to Catholic school for 12 years, but St. Patrick's Elementary School, second grade, I was cast as Lucy Van Pelt in <laughs> It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and that was it. I was hooked. So All the way. <laughs> all the way. And... I loved picking on Charlie Brown. I was the antagonist of the entire show, and boy, did I, I love these parts where I just pick on the poor man. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an early start. That was. Yeah, and uh, growing up on Long Island then, uh, obviously, were you thinking Broadway? Yes, yeah. actually. Um, you and know, because we all have dreams. Yeah, yeah now my goal is to go back, and I'm hoping after... What I've experienced here, I can get it maybe off Broadway. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to be going to, uh, I can't, it's the, pardon me. That's why we have cell phones. For I the know, internet, exactly, right? so I can look it up. It's the, and then I'll do a spiel right now for the fact that we're recording here at The Source. Coffee, Rosteria, and Taproom. Oh, this place yeah. is awesome. Isn't it great? I love it here. I mean, we've had coffee. My wife is having a beer. It's fantastic. Because that's what she does. <laughs> well, and she sets up a lot of things for me, too, because she's my executive producer. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> All right, so where are you headed then? I'm going to be heading back to Long Island this summer, closer to Manhattan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be working with the New York City Dinner Detectives Company. Right. Uh, working on that. I'm also going to be, uh, I think I'm going to be uh, studying my Irish accents this summer. Oh, uh, so why so? I want to audition for a show for the Modern Theater Company of Long Island uh, called The Beauty Queen of Lenan. I don't know if you've heard of I've that. I've not heard of that one. It's a short play that was written 1996. So okay. it's, I would consider not that old. Right. But now that you look, it's, Jesus, what, 25 <laughs> years old. So I am thinking about that. But that was something yeah, I actually I, just I love decided. looking at the bios of people, and they were born the year that I graduated college. You know? <laughs> oh, all righty. Well, well, as uh, a friend of ours stated, uh, I believe it was Ezra Hunter, uh, oh, another yeah. fellow actor who's awesome. Yes, he is. Who said, did you realize that when they looked at IDs now that have anything under the year 2000, they don't even care anymore. And wow. Anyway, oh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It's 2022. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will hit the big 6-0 in December. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, you know, some people are like, he's still alive? Where's the, oh, no, where's the party? Where's the party? Well, ironically, it's opening night for one of the Good Night Theater collectives oh. uh, shows. So we already have tickets for that because we're season ticket holders there. Fantastic. Yes. But, uh, you know, we, we will probably be around in many spots. And then uh, there's a lot of us uh, that uh, are close that have December birthdays. We might have a collective December birthday in January. Okay. Yeah. All right. But we'll alert you to that. Maybe I'll be back. Yeah. I'm hoping. That would um, be great. Yeah, so what know. are you hoping to get out of this then? If you're oh. thinking of, you know, already going there for the summer, but uh, wanting to come back. Well, uh What's if, the ultimate If I'm goal? allowed to talk about it. You uh, are. That's why you're on. Uh, the fabulous director, Larry Eaton, had mm -hmm. uh, di directed Christmas Carol last year. And uh, as you know, I was the ghost of Christmas past. Christ. And he had come back to the original cast and asked who would be interested in returning 
this year for their former roles, and mm-hmm. I actually agreed. Okay. And I'm hoping if Larry would allow us to all come back. I don't know if we have to re-audition. I don't know now that we have a new executive director over at the Premier yeah. Playhouse is uh, Oliver. So we don't know if we're going to have to re-audition, but I'm hoping not because as the amazing Kendra, our fabulous designer. Kendra Dexter. Kendra Dexter, yes. who custom fit all of our... Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping maybe I don't have to since the outfit still fits. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's actually made a few things for me in the past. She yeah. is so fabulous. Oh, incredible. I love her. Yeah. So, uh, was that me or you? Oh, uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're recording live in a, uh, in a uh, tap room and a roasteria. So, you know what we get? Ambient noise. Oh. So people know that we've actually been here. We don't just mention it. Yeah. See, that was a chair. Okay, that was not me. <laughs> it was the chair. I think so, I blamed it on the chair before. I know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, the fabulous, let's see, I was talking with Samantha. She was mm-hmm. on your show a few weeks ago. Yeah, she was. Samantha Hendricks is just awesome. Yeah, she blames everyone for crop dusting her backstage. So I never heard that term before until she explained it to me last night. So that's what, <laughs> going off a little bit of topic. But I'm hoping to come back. Uh, from New York and after my summer and join the cast of A Christmas Carol, if I may. And um, hopefully I will be going intermittently back to New York. Okay. Back and forth. I do have, uh, I have another address there. So I actually live part-time. Okay. So you got... I do. I live part-time If it were countries, we'd call it dual residency. I have dual residency yeah. <laughs> in New York. So yeah, I spent uh, seven months, seven months, oh my God, seven weeks last summer back in Brooklyn. And... When I got back is when I, I really wasn't doing much. And after the pandemic and I got the email to audition, audition at Christmas Carol and I went, ah, heck, what's the worst thing they could say is no. And I went down and I never got the call back. So really? I f- never got a call back. I figured, oh, hell, I didn't get the part. <laughs> so then they sent the cast list out. And when I got that email, I went, holy shit. And I e- texted my husband and I went, holy shit, I got the part of Christmas past. Which, in all honesty, is my favorite part. Character of that? And I have the book. Uh, I absolutely love Charles Dickens. My mother gave me a copy of A Christmas Carol in fifth grade, a hardcover Beautifully right. bound leather, red leather that I had the whole cast sign. Oh wow! At the show last year, but I've—it's my favorite role, and I—I I couldn't believe I got it. And I mean, the movies you watch with Alistair Sim and Reginald Owen, and well, please, do we have to mention the hard one with Albert Finney? Who I'm not oh. going to say I love Albert Finney as an actor, but when he sings, no, no, no. no. So, <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, that's about See, it. See, Patrick for... Stewart played that once too. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, we're not going to talk okay. about that one either. <laughs> I thought he that's should who stick you were to Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but you had to get a lot of signatures in. That was a very large cast, fifty-six, I believe, fifty-six or seven, yeah. I believe, and then of course with all the tech. And oh, crew and true. everybody. I think it was over a hundred people helping with dressers. That's and, amazing. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, really good family. What, what did you learn by playing that part? If it was something that you relished in, that uh, you know, hey, you know, this is one of my favorite roles in this production, and I get to be it. Always be kind. Always say thank you. What is? What do you say? And this is from my mother. 
I learned this early and I keep it in my head. What do you say when somebody hands you a peanut butter and pickle sandwich? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and the worst thing anyone can ever say to you is no and don't get mad. Right. And don't let it and, get to and you. And of course, you know, you've got the opportunity to say, no, thank you. I just ate. Right. Yeah. Or you know, you thank you. I'll save way. it for later and then feed it to your dog <laughs> under the table, you know. <laughs> the dog likes pickles. Okay. So, All right. So moving on from that then. Oh, a fun time. Mm-hmm. This uh, this show that you're in at Old Town. My goodness gracious. What? Caught in the net. A show. I am. Ha- I Every night I sit backstage and laugh. And I always think maybe the audience can hear us. Because Aaron Sharp, Casey Ring, Rob Zimmerman on stage. They are Ezra. I mean, they're all so fun. Samantha Hendricks, what a cast. What a crew. That was amazing. And Abby Salvi as my daughter yeah. who is really stunning everyone and kind of making a kind of a little star for herself as True. everyone is focusing on what a fabulous character she's brought into the show. It's really fun. And John Bo, it's fun. You know, you work with all these different directors, especially in films so different because they can yell cut anytime, mm-hmm. you know, line, line, you know, right. <laughs> and this is very different. You can't yell line. There is no cut. Um, At least not before you're off book. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Rob Zimmerman telling the story about the show he had been in years ago in some other state that they did a summer show and they were in the middle of the production and one of the actors, not knowing, just yelled line because he couldn't remember <laughs> his lines in front of the audience. Actually, that happened uh, when I was a freshman in college. Another guy on stage goes, and he even said it out loud. Well, he, he was whispering, but the entire audience could hear, oh, shit. so that always brings great stuff but uh, you had a fun time at that obviously because you got to play a gal that starts off in pretty uh, calm demeanor and slowly throughout the production is starting to lose it would you agree with that or how how would you assess it but I always took it as this underground underneath of everything as you look at the whole aspect of the show and what actually the background of her character and her husband there's a very, very passive-aggressive, hostile almost to her and her husband and the lodger and everyone around her except for her daughter, who she dotes on. Mm-hmm. And I uh, kind of used whatever happened to Baby Jane, uh, okay. Betty Davis, just for her pure maniacal at the end of doesn't care, complete insanity. And completely loses it, but at the same time, doesn't is enjoying herself being crazy. So that's how I looked at it that part. But yeah, John Bo, what a director! He's amazing, He's isn't he? He's amazing. I've acted with John before. Uh, we've been in some uh, dinner theaters together. You know the uh, the interactive ones uh, like uh, Tony and Tina's wedding and uh, Finnegan's we were farewell. Talking about Tony and Tina's yeah, wedding, yeah, and, and he's he's amazing. He was telling me the story about you were having it at the Sioux Falls Veterans. Am I in the right I one? Was, I wasn't at that one. I, I wasn't in that cast. Oh. There's been several casts here in town from that. But, the Tony uh, and Tina's wedding, and they have to pretend they're smoking pot in the bathroom. Right. So they yeah. bought fresh mint, and somebody yeah. thought they were really smoking <laughs> cannabis exactly. and called the police, and the police tried to shut that's the right. show down. <laughs> I oh, love yeah, that. we used to. We, oh, that's right. We did them at the, the VFW. Right. right. Yes, that's right. I'd forgotten that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that story. But then in Finnegan's Farewell, mm-hmm. uh, it's all about this uh, Irish man that uh, wins a huge jackpot in New Jersey, fakes his own death, and kind then the like, will gives it to this uh, floozy that he was standing next to when he won all the money. And there's this huge fight that ensues. And I play the one Jewish character. Ah. Out of the entire cast, everybody else is Irish. But I was his Jewish lawyer, Max Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit like Waking Ned Divine. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Okay, that's great. I, I never got to see that one. But growing up in New York, it's kind of nice. I mean, I feel honored that my parents were very into theater mm. and getting to see so many different shows on Broadway and off Broadway. And every time I go back, I make an effort to see at least one or two or three different shows. So okay. So what's on your list when you go back now, this summer? What's the can't miss? Um, Especially I, with the Tonys, well, just two weeks away. Well, <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to be going out to Long Island because friends of mine are on the this theater for Long right. Island. Uh, my friend Jonathan Geffner, who's another actor, is going to be in Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. Oh so my. I really want to see that because I've only seen the movie. I've never seen it done mm-hmm. on Broadway. So that would be nice. Or, well, you know, it's another community theater, but they're, I mean, this is, I'm not, no offense to Sioux Falls, right. but you know, with a, There's a step up, a obviously. city of, you know, eight Millions. million, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, that and I am actually going, I'm a music fan, so I don't know if you know, but Roxy Music, Brian Ferry, they're having their 30th anniversary. Oh, okay. And they only have five select shows, so I actually already have tickets for September for to you. see Roxy Music. Yeah. So, uh, and then I actually really am more into drama. I'm, mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny that I'm in a farce right. because I prefer to be in the more serious Okay. I had just got back from seeing Jeff Daniels in Mockingbird oh. in New York. I've only seen uh, bits and pieces of it when they show it, when somebody's doing a lengthy interview with Jeff Daniels, oh. but it looks amazing. It was really powerful, yeah. really incredible. Um, never saw anything like the audience reaction in my life. And I mean, in my life, the energy of the theater. I mean, it's at the Schubert, so it's smaller and it's... Mm-hmm. Please update your theater. The seats are really tiny. And, um, you know, people are getting taller and we were all like crunched, but, you know. Yeah, the ones built back in the early 1900s and so forth, there's no knee room. And there's no bathrooms. You know, they're like two stalls. You're like, you know, no wonder the lines are down the hall. But, yeah, it was funny. That's the first time I've ever been to a theater where the men's bathroom line was longer than the women's. I'm serious. (laughs) Uh, One more thing about the farce of uh, Caught in the Net before we move on. Uh, Was this the first time you'd worked with Aaron Sharp? Yes. Okay. And I had seen him in... so now you know what Thursday is. I do. It's Thursday Hug Day. Yeah. And it's... He is... I I cannot believe how many people know this. Yeah. And everyone I say, oh, it's Thursday. It's Aaron Sharp's Hug Day. And I mean... I I was like, I didn't even know you knew Aaron. And they're like, well, I don't. I just know of him. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll give you a hug. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when we were there for the Thursday night show uh, a couple weeks back then, uh, he comes out beforehand. He goes, well, it's even better that you're here on a Thursday night. So you get Thursday hugs on a Thursday. Oh, he's so awesome. (laughs) I saw him in Lombardi. Oh. And I didn't know who he was. And that was great. Yeah. And See, here's I, what I tell people about oh. Lombardi is, you know, Carrie is not a, a huge football fan, Aww. but she loved that play. It was so well done. And, I've been and forced well to be a football fan. This is my husband. Is, 
I know it's I have to but um when we saw it I actually didn't see it with the original cast I saw it on the Understudy, Understudy night. night. So yeah, Emily Glatt had taken the part of Marie Lombardi that oh, night, okay. and that was it was really great. I mean, she did a great job. I never got to see the original cast, unfortunately. Yeah, because Nancy Tampkin did a marvelous oh, I heard, job. Yeah, of that. she's yeah. great. But I don't know. You know, it's funny you still don't meet half the people. True. That you well, especially if you're in shows that have long runs. You know, and that's the thing about Old Town, uh, is. You're not going in for a two weekend bit. You're going in for three for sure, maybe four. Well, this one, this, show this, one is, this one was five. Yeah. And, uh, and we an still added have, show on Thursday night. Yeah, they added another show. And would thank you for everyone for supporting us because exactly. that sold out in a night. So wow. we were, yeah, we were, yeah. I'm, and now Aaron, this is why I love Aaron. Yeah. John was saying that Aaron was like, oh, we should add another show. We'll just do a matinee. Well, let's do another weekend. <laughs> and I said, well, I'd like to, but unfortunately, I'm, going to be gone. I'm not going to be here for any of that. And so I'm just really excited because I'm flying in June 8th and June 11th. I'm actually going right into Manhattan at the hideout. It's called the hideout. And that's where the Dinner Detective mm -hmm. New York is. So it's kind of a nice thing to have because it's little, yeah. you know. Is the uh, Dinner Detective a, a lot like a murder mystery? Oh, that, yeah. That it's same all the format and so far that we know around here? Yes. It okay. is, it's actually the sister. They're all the same all company. All the ones that's, okay. But um, Meredith Wood, who's the producer, who directs all the theaters for Sioux Falls, help me, Rapid City. Sydney. She does the mid upper north Midwest okay. and uh, Fargo. I think they have which Kansas is Norwegian City. for long way. <laughs> Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Do you know Phil Kappen? No, I do not. Oh, that's yeah. a Phil Kappen joke. Love you, Phil. He's uh, Larry. Yeah, had warned us against talking to Phil during Christmas Carol because of his bad jokes. <laughs> no offense to your Fargo. So you, yeah, you always have to watch out. Well. I actually was on the radio in Fargo for a couple of years without being in Fargo. Really? Yeah, I did some of their newscasts here from Sioux Falls for uh, a couple of years. Oh. Yeah. The only way I'd ever know of that place is because of the movie. And uh, now I'm very interested in going because I've heard it's actually a nice place to see. It is. Uh, in the summer. And you can see <laughs> for 30 miles beyond it, too. Uh, yeah, that's what I was told before the first time I ever went to Fargo, a guy that I was working with in radio in Brookings was from uh, North Dakota. And he says, man, he says, you can see for 30 miles. I said, oh, bullshit. He says, no, you can see for 30 miles. There's only one hill in the city of Fargo, and it's the viaduct that goes over the train tracks. And so then <laughs> when I was going over the top of those uh, that viaduct, it's like, oh, my God, you can see for 30 miles. So it's kind of like Long yeah. Island, where I grew up. Everything's just flat. And then you, <laughs> see, you could see on a clear day, you could see Manhattan. And that was about it. But that's when the, when the well, smog They might have cleared. a little more lights up there, though, too. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, the reflection, yes. All right. Uh, so you said that uh, you've, you've said a couple of things uh, in terms of uh, caught in the net that you laugh backstage, but yet you are more a dramatic role person. I am. Yeah. What's the role you want that you have not played that when you think of big productions or even small productions that uh, hit that drama spot mm -hmm. in your heart, what's the one you want? I really want to do Rope the original play by Patrick Hamilton that I don't know if anyone knows, but Hugh Crumb actually wrote the screenplay for Alfred Hitchcock mm -hmm. and it was done reel to reel. So he did it almost like a play. So when a door would slam, that's when he changed the reel. So it was all the same camera. Ah. But um, as the role of Janet, 
as the young fiance, I really would want to be actually, instead of having the two male roles together right. as the murderers have it as two females that murder their friends. So kind of do a switch and bring it up to date. There's a lot of things being brought up to date. Which would be nice. So So I would like to play Farley Granger's uh, role as Philip. Uh I think it's, no, Philip is the one who's the leader of both, but Farley Granger's role, I can't remember his name. And he's the piano player. And my favorite is the woman, you know, she pretends she's a gypsy and she can read palms. And she says to him, these hands will make you famous. And it's the foreshadowing of him strangling the friend so they could have dinner on top of him in the the chest, which is a dark, it's dark humor at the same time. It's very dramatic. And I don't know if anyone knows, but that was when Jimmy Stewart had just returned from the war. And that was his first role that kind of got him back into it. Yeah, uh, They they say that uh, a lot of his... uh, well, what we now would probably refer to as PTSD, right, was actually coming out in that role, right? Yeah, they had said that he was very odd to work with because yeah. he would have the shakes and go oh, sit my. in the corner yeah. and hold his head. But, but but what what a guy he ended up being! He, he had a few <laughs> things go right for him, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. Oh God! But another thing would be, I have weird female actors that I always looked up to: Kate Blanchett, uh, Betty Davis. And this is an odd one that a lot of people might not know is Tallulah Bankhead. Partially because of her awesome name, but also because of her crazy life. She was (laughs) quite wild. But Lifeboat, if if that was brought to a stage as one in one setting of a lifeboat Mm -hmm. on I would like to be her character of the photographer who is this kind of socialite photographer who dramatizes everything kind of like how our media is now what she was doing back then like you know taking pictures of life imitates art art imitates life whichever way we want to go with you're correct right so that type of a person who gets taught her just desserts by the sailor on the boat who she falls in love with and they're both older they're not you know, almost like an African queen style where they're older. They're not young. Back to Hepburn. Yeah. Oh, African well, queen. Oh, my God. She's just, oh, she was just so awesome. Miss, you just threw all my gin over. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Ortnot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she keeps calling him that. And he's like, yes, miss. And he just wants to drink. Oh, it's such a great show. Oh, oh my Fun times, so though, yes. being on stage or, or whatever and so forth. But uh, what do you want to do beyond the stage in the theater then? Do you any ambition to direct? Actually, write? mine are behind the scenes. Uh, no, not writing. Um, mm-hmm. I am a huge set design fan. Really? And did some work uh-huh. with uh, Liza Rose in San Francisco where she had done... Uh, a couple shows uh, in a smaller community theaters in San Francisco, and she did uh, a big. Sh- well, it was bigger at the time. Was as is, okay. and I did the set for that. And uh, a friend of mine, Dr. Lu- Lucia Rogers, had a show called. Uh, oh God! It just went right in my head. It was a fun uh, self. She self wrote and self produced, and I did the set for her. And it was just a one act show, and it was called Queen and Sober. Uh, and she's like the title. Yes, she's fabulous, fabulous writer. All right, so if you had to flip a coin between uh, set 
and act. Set. Really? It yeah, wins, huh? I, yeah. You know, it's funny. A lot of people laugh. I'm an actor. No, I don't laugh about it. It's really, just... uh, I like it, but I'd prefer not to. And, huh. I, and then I still have the drive to do it. So yeah, it's kind of like... Say, you've got the chops. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, you. You are a great actor. Thank you. <laughs> wow, thank you so much, really. I appreciate that because, you know, it's... As a friend of mine said, you know, all most actors are very self-conscious and need the attention. Mm -hmm. And I admit it. I am fully need the attention sometimes. But I'd prefer... I don't know why. I'm, I'm kind of like a, a person who... It's like an alcoholic. I'd prefer not to do it, but I'm going to still drink as it. As long as it's given me the high or whatever. I yeah, need. and I definitely yeah. get that high. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, when the crowd stands up. But, you know, it's funny. After doing theater and film, I still prefer film. Mm -hmm. I like to be with the crews. So uh, you were talking about writing. and We joke around about doing some films. that, But I have been in so many films. We're actually hoping this summer to get a crew back. And do we had a done a movie called Bunny Gets Boofed, and we want to do Bunny Gets Boofed again or Bunny Gets, you know, whatever. <laughs> but all the same people are, have agreed to redo this short that actually won the New York Short Film Award for students back when we were all in college. And now that we're older, we want to do the same characters as they've aged and do an, it's another farce, and it's very fun. So I'm hoping that John O'Hanlon, if you can hear me, please, <laughs> let's do it, because it's really a fun show. Where'd you go to college? I went uh, for a year up to SUNY New Paltz. Okay. And uh, smoked too much pot, and then decided <laughs> to go back down and finished uh, my associates at Gardens, in Garden City at New York uh, Institute of Technology. And there's another smaller school called... Uh, it's a technical school, just a smaller school. And then uh, I actually got my bachelor's online, finally, after mm -hmm. years of traveling, because I actually quit school my senior year, a semester away from graduation, and okay. moved, moved to Santa Cruz, California, and kind of decided I wanted to date long-haired hippie boys with really good pot. <laughs> and I finally went and got it through Capella University, and then started going for my master's through Boston College. So... And so I'm, you have your MA? No. Oh. After they came back and told me that uh, my tuition was $80,000 a year, I finished a year. Hmm. And um, I, I'm still paying that yeah, off. Old town just uh, doesn't. Well, I'm hoping that if more people will come and sell out our shows like they have on this one, maybe we could get paid more. But I'm yeah. telling you, it's nice to at least get a stipend. Right. You yeah. know, at least That's true. is you very know. kind and nice because most of the other shows that you do, you will get something. But, yeah. you know. Oh, I got my check today for my Mitsubishi commercial. Excellent. Mm, thank you so much. I am so rich that yep. <laughs> Carrie's laughing. Yeah, yeah she uh, knows. We know. I went, oh. I've seen, I've seen it three times on, on the air, though. So at least it's been on. And I wish that they would pay me, you know, in royalties, but that's not going to nope, happen. No, you don't yeah. get that. Sorry. I think I'm going to be able to get some beer. And, uh, yeah, my check okay. is about a beer and maybe like a half a tank of gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. next no. Week, next week, it'll be down to a quarter tank. Like, oh, my yeah. God. I'm not complaining, but I got it in the mail and I went, oh, <laughs> okay. Thanks. Well, it's better than nothing, right? <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, a couple of questions that I... Well, first of all, there's one yet before I get to my last ones. 
what do you like to bring to the character? What is it that uh, Leslie Parker has that nobody else is going to have? Can we get back to that one? Because I have to think about that. These well, I thought I'd that... given you half an hour since you came here, but uh, oh, we'll... well, let's no, see. no, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to the final two, and then we'll go, we'll go retroactive to that. Okay. All right. So when you're not uh, part of the entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Uh, I used to be a chef years ago. Really? Yeah. And I actually. What's am... a go-to dish that you make? It is a braised chicken with a sherry mushroom cream sauce served with fresh smashed potatoes that are cooked with fresh bay leaves. So you leave next Wednesday? I do. Oh. Okay, so it gives you time oh. to come over. Oh, okay, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it was one of my, my mother's favorite dishes. Yeah, I'm actually in the midst of writing a cookbook for the past, you know, 20 years, but it actually is... I, am I allowed to brag about one of thing? Of course. Because I actually did win the Taste of Home grand prize for my original recipe. Really? Yeah, about seven years ago. I won right before I moved up here, uh, down when we lived in Iowa. And I was bored and sent in one of my original recipes and I couldn't believe that I won. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was for chocolate chip. I'll give you the recipe. Okay, it's for yeah. scones and nobody oh. cares. <laughs> <laughs> they are good. So uh, any other hobbies then? Besides cooking and writing my own yeah. recipes? Um, I like to travel. I don't, okay. If that's considered yes, hobby, because boy, as soon as this pandemic, it's still going. Yeah. But um, I call it the pandemic. Oh God, it's just this is just wiping everything yeah. out. I want to find my passport. Somebody stole it, so I have to go apply for a new one. I know. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. So whoever has it, could you please mail it back? And <laughs> but I want to get back over. I've spent a lot of time over in Denmark, and I want to go back and see my extended family. So over there. Awesome. Yeah, school, and that's all. I you know um, travel, cooking, uh, reading. As okay. you can see, I'm, I'm in got the midst what, of... I got one along with you, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and I'm just reading, reading, reading. So I want right. to catch up on all so my work. So have you thought of anything for the previous question then? What do I bring to my characters? Right. Or, or tell us what your strategy is for getting into character. Growing up, and this is another thing I have to thank my parents for. My mother was a massive movie fanatic. Mm -hmm. She would wake us up. Now, you have to remember, this is pre-cable. There, right. no, there was no cable. We yeah. had a black and white television. We lived out on Long Island. I mean, we were middle class. It wasn't, you know, my father worked for the Long Island Railroad, and she was a housewife. This is what you did. So she watched movies. I remember her waking us up. I was in second grade. I was probably about eight years old. Two o'clock in the morning. And the one channel that came on out of the four channels that we got was showing the bad seed. And my mother looked at me and said, you remind me of Patty McCormick. So I had the blonde well, hair and I was kind of a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was very stompy and kind of like how Abby Salvi is almost yeah, in, right. in the show where she's like, I'm seeing Gab when he rides. Like, I'm, that's mine. Those are my shoes. Give it everything to me. Yeah. And I watched this little girl that actually was nominated for a Best Actress mm -hmm. Award at the time who was, what, 10? Yeah. And never went on to act again. It was like her only, well, she might have, but I think that was like one of very, her only yeah, shows. Very few. And... I was hooked by her performance and seeing her off screen as this funny, giggling, normal child mm -hmm. that I look, my mother would let us watch these movies and let us stay home from school if they were on because oh, God bless her. 
Yeah, Bill, you know, she would take us to the movies all the time, but you're talking about they didn't really have theaters that showed, quote, what we would now call like the state theater showing mm-hmm. retro movies. Classics. Yeah, and so classics forth, yeah. where they everything. We're doing a series, Hitchcock, right, or Mel Brooks. Right. Or, they didn't have that. So, you know, my mother basically forcing us to watch, you know, watch this movie and she'd sit down with us and enjoy herself as she, you know, smoked her Ken 3100s and had her <laughs> her scotch and water at, you know, two in the clock in the afternoon because that's what she did. And just looking at how another actor's perspective of their character and using that as a guide and kind of mm-hmm. how I try to bring that into what I'm using for my own energy, hence in Caught in the Net, I'm looking at almost like a Betty Davis, slightly Joan Crawford type of what would they do as you go slowly and slowly more insane and manic. Right. And that's what I try to use, even though I am well, probably copying someone else, but I'm using it in my own way mm-hmm. and using it as a reference right. for my character to grow. And then, of course, with your director, when... Ugh. I mean, Larry Eaton, I have to thank because, boy, from the beginning of when I (laughs) first came in to uh, rehearsals to the end, completely different and growing like 10. I know it's not 10,000 percent isn't really a number, but that's how I feel. Just the growth of having someone else help you that. I mean, how many shows has he done? You know, it probably has a hundred. Yeah, I was going to say triple digits for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, he's in there. No doubt so, about that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, see, that'll suffice for the previous question. Then. Oh, okay? well, thank you. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't sure. So. <laughs> Leslie Parker, it's been such a pleasure. Thank uh, you so much, really. And, and to thank uh, talk. You. Oh, Shaking hands. Yes. Give me a hug. <laughs> I'm going to steal uh, her beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, she'll just buy another one. <laughs> but thanks for uh, being uh, on and uh, taking some time to be on the Dave Folly Hour. Thank Certainly you so it. much. Really, You're I really appreciate welcome. it. My pleasure. Thank you very much, really. And I will see you when I get back. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. We're going to talk more about it when you get back then. Well, hopefully. That all would be right. awesome. I hope you all I'll bring you some bagels. I'll bring you all some good Please. bagels. Really yeah. good bagels. And nobody knows this, but can I say one thing? Mm-hmm. Do you know why the bagels and the pizza in New York are so good? Hmm. The water. Don't tell me. It is. It's really? the water. Yeah, because all the water from New York City is from the Catskills. It's not. Long Island water is disgusting. Uh. That's all like farmland. That's all full of like <laughs> anhydrous and like Roundup. But no, it's the Manhattan water from the Catskills. So it's like really good water. All right. So there. It's the water. There's my. Yep. It's all, it's all in the water. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, Leslie. Thank you. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Hi, my name is Jesse Moffat, and I'm not a piano player. I'm a comic magician and hypnotist. I've been performing for over 20 years. I've performed at many events, corporate events, holiday parties, post-prom parties, graduation parties, state and county fairs, festivals, just about anything you can imagine. The funniest thing about the Magic Act is that I use a ton of audience participation, and that can make things really interesting. Put it down the front of your shirt. I'm not, my hand won't follow. The best thing about the hypnosis show is that the volunteers and their imaginations really make it a blast. (laughs) Holy crap, dude, did you see what you just did? Could do that possibly to girls. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. 
follow the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Certainly appreciate you listening to the Dave Holly Hour. And uh, no matter where you are, no matter what time or whatever you like to listen on, it certainly is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. You know, we're over 9,000 downloads now. You know what the next step is? We want to hit that 10,000, so we're looking forward to that. But it is always a pleasure. Brian Chipper knows that because uh, he's been on a few times already. Is this the fourth time? I think so. It's a whole lot easier now that I know where you live, Dave. Exactly, yeah. Wait, that sounded weird coming out. (laughs) (laughs) And we are recording this uh, on uh, Memorial Day for the Thursday uh, podcast to come out. And uh, we are expecting... uh, Let's see, Mother Nature's been kind of a -A B-I-T-C-H-O for uh, about 48 hours now. Sure, sure. It's been reminding us who's in charge. No doubt about that. That is for sure. And uh, so we are inside now. We've been outside a little bit. We're hoping to start the grill. We got everybody inside here in the uh, Firefly Oasis. And uh, let's see, I think this is about the third time that I've recorded here in the Firefly. Sure. Uh, so it, it's great to have you, and you're indoctrinated now, and you can just walk up at any time and say, Hey, Dave, what do we have to grill? We're going to have some burgers. We're going to have some hot dogs. I think we've even got a, a few cheese-filled Ooh, uh, hot dogs. Perfect. So that'll That's be great. Yeah. And in the meantime, what did you bring to this party? Uh, I brought quail egg and goat cheese canapes. Oh, man. sound a whole lot fancier than they are. So <laughs> it's all good. Well, they sound great, and I'm looking forward to it. There's no doubt about that. But in the meantime, one of the other events that I am looking forward to this summer is the 40th anniversary of... MCAP, yeah, Mighty Course and Arts Players, of which you are the artistic director. It's going to be fun. There's no doubt about that. But you still have some other stuff going on besides that, too. Yeah. So in addition to that, uh, we have our kids camp coming up uh, June 13th through the 17th uh, or 18th. I don't know. I'm not looking at a calendar right now. I <laughs> uh, suck at math, so couldn't quite add that. Uh, so we've got that coming up. Uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. We still have a couple slots left for that open. Uh, we have, we're currently uh, seeking directors for our winter show. Okay. Up. It's a collection of five short plays. And so we want to give first or second time actors their chance at uh, 15 to 20 minutes as part of our season and build out Wonderful. a show based on that. Uh, and uh, Storytellers Anonymous, which is the other thing that we That's do. That's right. Uh, Macy Lupica and I are doing a fantastic show uh, coming up in July. We actually just met last week and scheduled an actual date for it. So okay. it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, so you got some stuff going yeah. on. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, taking a little break, at least, uh, from from the season, at least. Yeah. What do you look forward to most about taking that break? Because uh, it's a boom, boom, boom thing throughout the rest it of is. the year for you. Uh, it is. And so it's, and it's never a complete break, especially this season. It's just True. more of a slowdown, but... Uh, honestly, spending a lot of time with my kid. He's yeah. so great, and he's almost two, and he's <laughs> oh, wow. turning into an actual person with a Starting personality, personality and, likes and, so and forth. dislikes and uh, a substantial amount of sass. So that's wonderful. Uh, and then <laughs> That's a great substantial amount of sass. Yes. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, and then my D&D group poke and prod at each yeah. other to get together, especially since we're... 
you know, all actors, uh, this right. is the time when it's like, yeah. all right. And then you're also a big soccer fan. Or, excuse me, footballer. Sure, sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, and uh, my team, they the season just ended up, but yeah. Chelsea Football Club's had a rough, rough year with their owner getting sanctioned and having to go through mm-hmm. a sale and all sorts of stuff. So it's been uh, interesting as a, as a fan of that to watch how they're working on getting through. Just sort of limping along, but right. it's over now. So, uh, new owners, new gear for today. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way to go. That's right. No doubt about that. Uh, so, what do you uh, expect uh, when it comes to your camps and so forth of the kids? What are you looking for to get them uh, interested in theater? And do you kind of look at them and go, you know, even at that young age, think, okay, there's a potential. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not an active, you know, scouting thing. But, you know, Corson's always been really, really great. It's in in its DNA about being an accessible community theater that, in addition to providing high art, also allows people to take their first steps. And that extends down to the kids, too. So really, you know, it's it's designed to be one week, uh, either a morning or an afternoon session, uh, so that way it's not so robust that it's going to turn people off of, hey, this is my first time and I'm interested and I want to check it out. And so it's a combination of, of some games and actually putting together a 20-minute show so that way they get a feel of what their first steps are, being told what to do, mm-hmm. um, working together to tell a story, and actually having a wonderful moment of we've achieved this and now it's a production uh, yes. so it's it's always a great time with the kids yeah. uh, and I got I got to do it myself for the first time last year uh, and it was such a wonderful experience to be able to uh, take the reins of it that now I did you ever do a camp when you were a kid no no gosh were they was, even available then uh, they were but okay. I was a late late bloomer in the theater so mm-hmm. uh, I didn't do my first anything until I was 16 or 17 with it um so I missed all of that and sort of get to live vicariously through seeing I these so, kiddos yeah. take their first steps. And it's always fun to just watch them sort of, you know, go through, do, do, do. And then uh, that day of performance when there's an audience there and they say something that gets an actual laugh, watching just <laughs> get the reaction. Yeah, and that little neuron flip yeah, and they get it. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and, and uh, so much. Uh, I am really looking forward to the 40th, but I know that uh, we're going to be talking about that in yeah. a few weeks yet. Uh, coming up uh, right after the 4th of July, that episode will mm-hmm. air. Then we're going to be talking about that. But uh, in the meantime, give us just kind of a preview. What are they going to be looking at? Oh, sure. So it's going to be, um, we're throwing our doors open to the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting in the afternoon, It's we're going to have uh, hors d'oeuvres and a ribbon cutting with the Chamber of Commerce. But we also have like a 100-year-old hand-painted banner that used to exist wow at the proscenium and we're yeah. going to unveil that under plexiglass in its new permanent place. Uh, Elizabeth Hunstead's coming out to, to do music in the evening mm-hmm. before it all slides over to the bar and, uh, turns into hopefully my 40th and my 40th birthday party too. Really? Yeah, yeah. At the same. Oh yeah. man, that's perfect. Yeah. I love that. And, uh, count on us uh, being there. Darn right. Yeah. And in the meantime, count on us being season ticket holders for next year. Because you guys do such a great job. You know, you. people say, well, what about Mighty Course Nurse? It's like, you know, if you've not been there, go. 
Yeah. Uh, tickets are inexpensive, uh, first I, of all. I second that. Go, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have a great time because you do a lot of wonderful stuff there. Thank you. And, you know, and it's top-notch people, you know, that uh, you've had there. You know, think about, uh, I, I think, uh, Emily Dykstra, Arben, mm-hmm. um, Aaron Sharp, you know, yep. and those two are married now. I know, I did their wedding. <laughs> you did their wedding, that's right. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, you've got uh, Nathan Sparks has been there. Uh, Emily um, Wilson mm-hmm. has uh, been a part of that. She's going to be so, so mad you stammered on her last name. Yeah. Yeah, she will be, especially since she and I are going to be doing a few shows together. (laughs) Possibly even at uh, MCAP. Yeah. yeah. We might be doing something there. Uh, So we look forward. Yeah, we look forward to that, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Thanks. You know, I appreciate it. We've got a lot of people here that I kind of want to get on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So let's uh, bring Ruben Reyes Rodriguez on next. Thank you, Brian Shipper. Here comes the Triple R. And uh, he is the man that, uh, you know, plays that bass and, uh, he, well, Funky McBass, isn't it? Isn't yeah. that what you call yourself, buddy? That would be my Instagram yeah. Snapchat handle. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> my friend. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm wonderful. Yeah. A little disappointed, must admit. How so? Well, you know, we're having a party here. That we are. Yeah. It's beautiful. And uh, beautiful you, you wondered what to, to bring and so <laughs> forth. And I said, bring one of your decadent desserts. Because yeah. at my 100th uh, episode and second anniversary party. Great party. Oh, it was. No doubt about that. You brought some really great homemade goodies. I did. I did. You phoned it in this time, though, didn't you? You and went my, to Hy-Vee. My most vehement apologies about that. <laughs> uh, I have an excuse. <laughs> I'd say it was an explanation. It's an excuse. Uh, yeah, no, I was, I was playing uh, Friday. Played twice on Saturday. Oh, did you really? Okay. Solo set last you know what? Night, so. You know, I, I always give uh, kudos to that as well as excuses. <laughs> you know, because uh, like I, I couldn't go to a friend's show the other night because our granddaughter had a dance recital. Awesome. And, you know, grandchildren trump everything. That they do. Yeah. That they do. Yeah, you know, and, and I also give uh, kudos to those that uh, if you have a gig, obviously that trumps stuff too. Yeah. yeah. So you you get an excuse. You get a you get a pass this time, my friend. <laughs> this time, thank well, you. Well, well, I say that because you know, one of the last times you were here in this house, in this building, uh, that was upstairs because it was cold and it was winter time. Yes. I mean you brought tacos. Oh yeah, we did. Yes, and uh, that's Carrie's my, my wife's favorite thing in the world is Mexican and you brought tacos and you brought a ton of them and your response was I'm a Rodriguez I know how to bring tacos <laughs> and it was just such a, a cool bit and you were you know if she didn't love you already she did after that no doubt about well, that I'm glad that was that was endearing yeah, yeah. no doubt about that. so where were you playing the past uh, weekend then um, what kind of gigs do you have? So uh, Friday, Saturday, we did uh, two nights um, set over at Bin 201. And that was okay. with uh, my friends, uh, Audrey uh, Vargas <gasps> and Gretchen Schultz. Oh, love yeah. them. Yeah. and Great uh, people. Yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. Um, they have a great duo worked out. And yep. they asked uh, myself, uh, John Kelly, who's a keyboard player in okay. town, and uh, drummer uh, Chris Hill to back them up. So really? they already had an existing oh, um, like, great set worked out, and we just backed yep. them up. And uh, so that was a really good time. And then also played with uh, Jack Simpson, Joel Shotwell, and Al Bourbon down oh. to Swamp Daddies on Saturday. So. You know, you should really get yourself involved with some good musicians. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some awesome, awesome people you've been playing with. No yeah, it's been, about that. It's been yeah, pretty good. It's fantastic. 
And, uh, you know, in the meantime, uh, don't you have a gig coming up, too? Where oh. it's actually Ruben Rodriguez. Yes, I do. Well, uh, that was last night. Um, oh, at, it was? At, at Tinners. Yeah, I did. Um, I did Damn, a solo set. It. Yep, solo set. Well, don't worry about it. It was cool. It was just before the weather cracked. So Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we had a few things going on overnight with no yeah. power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was balmy out. <laughs> <laughs> so sweating through the hot tunes uh, all night. So that, But that was a really good time. Everybody was really That's- cool. Wasn't there a sweating of the oldies that Richard Simmons has? I think so. <laughs> I don't have the hair game that he has any longer. <laughs> what do you love about performing? Oh, man. Uh, it's never the same. It's never the same. Uh, you can play the same songs a thousand times, but with each crowd, it's um, the energy is it's transferred back and forth. You know, you throw some out, you get a little bit of back and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, every musician you play with, it's it's just a different conversation so uh it's just it's this ever evolving beautiful thing yeah just kind of give yourself to that and see what happens yeah uh what about uh what what's the the group that you actually have now yeah Yeah. is it ruben rodriguez trio or do we have more of an experience what what are we going with uh okay so there are two bands that i'm currently um okay leading kind of um there's one band called the overnights i'm working with uh seth we curl. talked about that yep, seth curl yeah. and those cats uh seth curl victor faini and uh thomas curl um uh, that's that's actually a band that's like okay. like a group um the ruben rodriguez trio or quartet whatever that is whatever it comes ca- about yeah it's book that's effectively it's just a text thread of i'm like hey who's free on this day and whoever responds <laughs> first is in the band <laughs> Not a Come lot of applications. Down, yeah, are you available? Again. Oh my! I just had uh, one of those uh, funky little yeah the helicopter things. I think yeah, <laughs> it, it flew in from the outside right as we are recording board. here in the uh, well, not the Dipsy Doodle Studios, but we are here in the Firefly Oasis, which is the three season room, uh, as well as the extended patio, and uh, we're going to be getting that grill going soon. Excited! For what that. are you looking forward to on the grill? Man, just a burger. And I saw there's some avocado oh, in the game over oh, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to probably abuse man. that. <laughs> okay. Abuse it. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about the fact that uh, you you just went to high bee to bring the dessert. But you are an incredible baker. What is the go-to for you when it comes to making something special? Oh, boy. Um, I try to mix it up as banal as it seems. I'd say the best thing that I can make just from scratch, chocolate chip cookies. Seriously? Yeah, chocolate chip wow. cookies. Wow. Well, yeah. you know, Melissa brought uh, chocolate chip cookies, homemade chocolate Wonderful. chip. Wonderful. They taste pretty yeah. damn fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're getting She's right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, this is kind of fun because uh, somebody that was supposed to be on uh, today. Jamie? Yes. Uh, yeah, I heard of him because she... <laughs> She just got back from uh, Chicago yep. performing there. And uh, we still have a few weeks to talk about her tour that she has coming up with Prairie Madness Yeah, uh, later on. Uh, but, you know, she's pretty well exhausted from just getting back. I and can then, imagine. You know, I heard about that mishap. The, yeah. yeah the, the, the weather situation and so forth. She said, can we reschedule? It's like, yeah, certainly not a problem because she's such a cool gal anyway. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She and, was phenomenal uh, so, on, uh, Late Night Boom and all that. But, you know. A, a couple of weeks, or not a couple of weeks, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, during the midst of COVID, actually, early COVID, mm. we were at Melissa's house. 
that's where we had this. And then everybody that was there, we brought them on and had them on the show. So it's kind of a repeat of that, except that was just all the unpaid staff. Now it includes the unpaid guests. (laughs) Yeah, as well as so. (laughs) You're getting paid in burgers. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I I figured you would. Yeah. Venues usually don't offer that. They're like, uh, there's, there's a flat rate for three hours. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to need four pounds of brisket. <laughs> oh, brisket. Yeah. Yeah. Love. If you smoke it, I would play for brisket. You yeah. kidding me? You know what? I, I haven't made brisket yet, but I want to because I've got, I've got Clark, you know, the new grill. Yeah. And you've already experienced Clark one time. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you were here. Fine really. work does. Oh, it does. So we're looking forward to some burgers, some uh, hot dogs, and everything else. But uh, Ruben Rodriguez, we are always looking forward to seeing you, my friend. I love, your love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah and man. it's just uh, always such fun to have you on the show, but to also to go out and see you perform. Thank you. Uh, you are uh, such a, a joy. Yeah. To oh. have in our arts and entertainment. Can community. I plug? Some yes, stuff you real may. Quick? Of All right, course. Cool. Um, so uh, for sure, the big shows that I got coming up um, on. Uh, June 24th. I'm going to be uh, headlining at uh, The Levitt with Brian Hannigan. <gasps> um, oh, man. Yeah, Quintet. So that's going to be Emmanuel Michael. Oh, um, wow, wow. Yeah, Bryce oh, Joe. going to be back yep, for that? Uh, Jim Spears, oh, myself. Um, wow. So, so that'll be really fun. Uh, and then uh, the following See, night. See, again, you should really get yourself involved with some yeah. people that have some talent. <laughs> so that'll be at The Levitt. And then the following <laughs> night, I'll be at our wine bar uh, with The Overnights. So... Uh, so come so check I it out, guys. See the overnight. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to that, brother. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right, Thanks, Dave. Ruben, thank you, my friend. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, Roxy, are you ready? She's not. Okay. Roxy is one of our uh, neighbors that in backdoor neighbors, kind of catty corner a little bit. She happens to be a great artist. Oh, look at her. Oh, did we? Did everybody shame her into that? A round of applause for the audience. Yes. <laughs> Roxy, welcome to the Dave Holly Hour. You do have to sit a little closer okay. to the microphone. There you go. Okay. How are you? Good. Wonderful. And you are such an incredible artist. It has been so fun being your neighbor. Can you imagine? It's been 14 years that we've been here now. Yep. And you guys have been here longer. 20 years. 20 years. Okay. Well, it's uh, so fun to see what uh, you have going on, sometimes even in the backyard. Yeah, because you you make some great art, and uh, now we are the proud owners of one of your pieces that is uh, a photo of your son, Ryder. Yes. Yeah, and uh, that has actually uh, gone on to be something more than just a a picture. We have root beer and uh, cream soda or lime soda? It's a lemon lime. Lemon lime, okay. On so, Joan soda bottles. Joan soda bottles, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And, and how did that come about that you actually ended up being able to uh, get that on there? I was at Hy-Vee. Okay. And I looked at the Joan sodas, the pictures, because right. I like the pictures of the bottles. And I seen where you could just submit pictures. And so I just submitted like four of them. Uh-huh. And two of them were chosen. And they put and right they put them on. There. Yep. That's fantastic. Now the the piece that we have then, mm-hmm. uh, how is that different from what we would see on the, uh, the on the cans and so well, forth? That is double exposure photography. Okay, what so, got you into that? I was just playing around. I uh-huh. mean, you know, just something to do, I guess. Just playing around, and and it was ended up being really fun. So yeah. I just put two different images together and. Messed yeah. around a well, little bit until we, I found something that looks really cool. And what was great was the fact that that was a, a benefit 
that uh, you were part of mm-hmm. uh, for a, a great organization in terms of the survivors of South Dakota that uh, have dealt with uh, domestic abuse and uh, sexual abuse and so forth. And it was a, a great fundraiser down at Van Arts. And uh, that was one of three pieces that we took home that night. Yes. <laughs> and actually one of the fourth. Uh, but uh, didn't make a second bid because we were out having a little fun afterward. Uh, but, uh, you know, what, what's been fun is to get to know you and Scott, your husband, uh, here uh, as neighbors. But yes. to also to watch the art that you create. Because um, what's, what's interesting is you find mannequins and then you kind of make them into planters for the most part, correct? Yep. How did that process start? I don't know. I have these ideas in my head. <laughs> They're constantly I at, going. I look at stuff and I figure, I think, you know, I could do something with that. Yeah. And that's kind of what I did. I looked right. at that I said, you know, that could be a cool plant holder. So then I started just making them into plant holders, putting, getting mannequins, spray painting them, putting tops on them. What got you into art to begin with? And it just seemed like we were all doing like a bunch of shows in the same place. I don't place. really know. I yeah. just, so, it, it's so just what pops in my head Was it something early? What I do. Early what when I you were do. You know, like Childhood? Yeah, and photography. Okay, and photography. And photography. Okay. See, I loved photography mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I had my own dark room when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was all black and white because I couldn't have temperature control to do the color and so forth. But, you know, now people can uh, basically uh, take anything digitally yes. and make something of it. So what do you like to work with when you do that uh, photography and so forth? Well, most of them are a son's image. Mm-hmm. And then I just take random pictures of I'll take a picture of a wall, a light bulb, um, just anything. And then I'll put it together with my son's image, with right. his faces, and make one image out of the two images. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And, uh, love yeah, the look of it and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, but you were also, um, I won't say traveling, but you're at a lot of shows that, yes. that take place, especially yes. here at Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you have coming up for the summer then? Is it going to be busy? I have, uh, my next one is June 11th. Okay. In the parking lot of Last Stop CD on the east side. And that one I've never done before, so I'm kind of excited about that. And I have Art Collective, and that's in July. Mm -hmm. And then I usually do bronze art casting every month. Yeah, and that's that's the one we've been to uh, a few times before. That's great to see. And uh, a lot of fun because it's right across from Falls Park. Usually it's the same time as uh, the farmer's market that's going on. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, great. Uh, What do you enjoy about those uh, shows then when you go out and about? Meeting people. Mm -hmm. Just explain. They're interested in what I do. So it's fun to see their reaction when I explain exactly what what double exposure is and what I've done with it. Because now I have them on shirts and buttons and... Well, in, in fact, well, we have a new uh, fridge. I, let's see, is that oh, one, the one of yours? Yeah, I, I think we got one of your magnets <laughs> oh, yeah, you on it. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so people are always so interested when I tell them, when I say this is double exposure photography, mm-hmm. they're all just, they just kind of lean in and, right. and then I explain exactly what it is. They just think it's so interesting. Excellent. So well, fun. you know, we, we love, uh, you know, being your neighbor, first of all, uh, but also love uh, when we go out and about and we do see you at the, these different shows and uh, being able to support you and so forth. If people are interested in your artwork, what should they do? What do they need to go to find out more? Uh, I have an art page, and it's mm-hmm. Rox Montaigne. R-O-X-M-O-N-T-A-G-N-E. 
All right. Well, I, I hope we send a lot of people okay. your way and uh, keep supporting you. But, uh, okay. Roxy, thank you so okay. much. Thank Appreciate you. you being on. And uh, let's uh, get uh, the, uh, let's see. Who's, who, oh, Rachel Roberts. Come on over. Sit down a while, huh? Yeah, Rachel is another neighbor. Actually, she lives right below us, but she was on one of the early episodes, weren't you? Yes. Wow. Very early. That it was. It's kind of funny because, you know, when this apartment down below us came up and uh, we were saying, oh, who's looking for one? And you kind of happened to be looking for one at the time. Then it didn't happen, and then it did. Yes. Uh, but now you're leaving us. Oh, Sorry. God. Oh, heartbreak. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but uh, the reason that I had you on in the first place is the fact that uh, you do some poetry. A you little. Have, I dabble. Yeah, yes. You, you dabble I'm a dabbler, it. yes. Uh, but uh, you are also a, an instructor. You are a teacher. Yes. Uh, currently out at the new Jefferson High School. Yes. But you came over there from New Tech. And uh, when you were at New Tech, one of the things you were doing was a theater uh, and uh, also uh, a little bit of a improv curriculum. Yes. Of which I got to be a part of. And it was so fun to see that, uh, you know, there's this young group that has uh, such great talent, first of all, but also an interest yes. in the arts, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. What, what did you learn from that experience at New Tech that uh, takes you then into uh, Jefferson? Uh, so I am no longer teaching theater at um, Jefferson. I had no formal instruction in theater and really no formal experience except for a sixth grade play. Mm -hmm. um, so I think what I learned was how much I really enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. And the, um, the community that develops as a part as a result of theater. Yeah. So just to see my students really really flourish and create a community among themselves in the theater classroom and now at jefferson is a part of a theater community um a larger theater community um i just feel like there's not much to compare it to so yeah and and what do you hope to uh are, are you looking maybe that uh, jefferson might at some point say hey rachel we know you have this background uh can you do something else for us and, and help us out with the theater maybe you know yeah. i feel like there's so many more qualified people than i am um when it comes to to theater at jefferson and so far like we had a great season this year um spongebob spongebob the musical came to jefferson and it mm -hmm. was amazing and and some of my i went and saw some of my students they were fantastic so if i can ever add value to what we already have going on at jefferson i absolutely will but we've got some amazing instructors there and um definitely some amazing student talent so all right what about uh, the dabbling in uh, poetry you've been dabbling at all since you've been here in the in this lovely house i you know not as much lately yeah. but um i feel a comeback coming on oh yeah we like to hear that <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely and i had some really lovely neighbors give me gift me some <laughs> uh the the necessary materials for christmas right. so i have no excuse <laughs> and don't forget the uh, peanut butter absolutely the, the that, nutter the butter fuel. on the first day yes the fuel for yeah the see my, my mother always had uh, when i got home from the first day of school she had chocolate chip cookies for me. But uh, Rachel and I have been friends for uh, quite some time now. 
and I knew that she was a lover of peanut butter. That's putting it mildly. Yeah, yes. and uh, so, well, I don't, I don't bake peanut butter cookies, but I didn't go out and get you nutter butter peanut cookies for your first day of school. It was so sweet. Yeah. And perfect way to end the first day of school. Absolutely. That's for sure. Yeah. So we we look forward to more of that. But I want to I want to make sure you start writing again. No, yeah. I, because you're, you're yeah. talented. What do you have uh, that's off the top of your head of one of the poems that you've uh, written? Do you have any uh, in, in memory, in rote? That I have memorized? No, I don't, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um, I'm, I'm really more of an appreciator of the arts. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, like in order for the arts to thrive, you need not only the people True. who make it, but also the people who appreciate it. I feel like that's really where my role is. Um, and so lately, maybe more enjoying poetry myself. Um, I wish I could point to a poet that I'm that I've been really enjoying the most but lately I feel like I'm more enjoying local performing arts true so yeah, yeah I know you saw cabaret recently. oh my goodness gracious I got to my yeah. best friend of um gosh 25 years she and I <laughs> went to that together it was the first performance we've ever been to together um, really she was, she was visiting in town from Rapid City we got some tickets and uh we had a wonderful time left the theater that night feeling like I'm sure everybody did just not mm -hmm. just really in awe of what we had just experienced. Yeah. It was a fantastic, fantastic production. No mm -hmm. doubt about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so again, uh, look forward to more uh, pieces from you All right? Uh, because you are, are such a lovely young lady. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to have you not only as a friend, but now as a neighbor. And then we'll have to find ways to get in contact with you. Now we will. All right, but uh, thank you, Rachel. We thank appreciate you, Dave. it. All righty, Gramster, don't fall asleep up there. It's your turn. <laughs> he was just nodding off. He's got this nice, you know, king size type of uh, lawn chair uh, and so forth, and he's got to come down two steps and make his way over here uh, to the microphone. But uh, Graham is a, a big supporter of the arts, uh, especially when it comes to the comedy scene. And uh, so, Graham, what have you seen this last year uh, in the comedy scene that has uh, really uh, kind of tripped the trigger? Um, I think this last year I've been getting more into the improv side of things. Mm -hmm. um, um, just enjoying that more and more. Uh, you know, as you know, Improv Falls is big right now. Very big. Um, uh, and we were in a show together in Provenopolis. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. There's that new one out of out of I think they're Brookings. based out of Brookings. Yeah. yeah. So I've I've seen I've seen one of their shows. I haven't seen just a standalone show of theirs yet, but um, we'll see kind of what happens with with Basement Dwellers, kind of where that ends up. But yeah, yeah, just kind of really really enjoying the, the okay. improv side of things right now. What do you enjoy more about that than uh, other uh, types of the arts when it comes to theater and being on stage? Um, I, I like the, the storytelling aspect of improv. Okay. Um, you know, when you're, you know, it, it forces you to just by its nature, um, be vulnerable, I guess mm -hmm. you have to be comfortable with just putting everything out there. True. And that is not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, because you you go to a lot of comedy. Yep. Uh, both stand up and improv and so forth, and you travel even for it, don't you? Yep. 
Uh, how does uh, the comedy here uh, compare to, uh, say, Omaha, uh, Twin Cities, and so forth? Are, are we on the level? Oh, yeah, definitely. Hands down. I, I mean, I routinely, um, when I'm out and about going other places, I, I routinely have moments where I'm like, really? This is, this is not... I mean, it's not that it's bad, but I'm like, it's so much better. <laughs> and, and you know, that, that's not to say there isn't talent in other places. I, right. I have some friends down in, in, in the Omaha scene that are just absolutely hilarious. But, you know, just going to, you know, some of the open mics here and going to some of the open mics other places, it's just, it's, it just seems night and day. I mean, just the amount of, of talent we have in this area is True. just, is just crazy. And, you know, the other thing that is forgotten so often is the fact that uh, we have so many uh, artists and entertainers that uh, it's their gig. You know, it, it's a full-time basis. It's not just that they're out there for a hobby or an avocation and so forth. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, we, we have a lot of people that are doing it. Uh, so who have you seen uh, of late that uh, you've been impressed by? Um, um, as, you know, lately um, on, on the comedy side, um, I, I just watched... Um, um, there was that show we were at, uh, Improv Falls here. Oh, Improv Falls down at Team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was really good. Um, on the theater side, I really, really liked the 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 presentation that that Good Night Theater put on of Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Uh, Fantastic production. Amazing yes, rendition of that. Um, I I liked uh, you know going back a little further. Um, this is more of a traveling show, but I, I got to see Fiddler on the Roof for oh, the first yeah. time live. I mean, I, I'd never Tradition. actually sat down and watched it live. Tradition. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was it was amazing uh, at the Pavilion. So I mean, um, so many so many good things coming on or going on uh, in the area. Yeah, no doubt about that. Graham, always appreciate uh, the, the chats and so forth. And yeah. thank you, of course. Graham is actually one of the unpaid staff members of the uh, Dave Holly Hour. Uh, he is one of the first, first of all, to share it uh, every... Uh, I, I don't know who's first, you or Jesse Moffat. <laughs> Between the two of you, somebody always shares the show first. And uh, so I greatly appreciate that. But uh, Graham is also a uh, tech guru, so any uh, questions I have... I can always go to Graham and say, hey, this isn't working for me. What's going on? So, Graham, appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thank welcome. you, my friend. And uh, we're about to start grilling, but we have one more person to have on the show. Oh, look, she's sitting up. Is she on a throne? Is it the queen of the unpaid staff? I think it is. Miss Melissa's. Hello, dear. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I figured you were. I'm also doing well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, you do a lot is karaoke. Yes. Yeah. You've been in some contests. I have some friends who yeah. are into karaoke. <laughs> I don't know how that happened exactly. but uh, Yeah, it, it seems to be. But uh, we've been friends for a few years mm -hmm. now. Yes. And uh, always enjoy going out with you. And uh, we've had you along at uh, various shows that we've been to, shows that we've done. Uh, but to also, you know, we go to karaoke quite often. Yes, what, we what's do. the go-to for you? The go-to now, right now, yeah, is uh, "Open Arms" by Journey. Okay. Yeah, I just started doing that one, and uh, 
that that's actually really fun. Yeah, because <laughs> that's not the first Journey song you've no, sung. No, no, don't stop believing. It's a <laughs> it's a karaoke staple. It's also True. one that people say you should never do, but that's because a lot of people can't really do it well but that's okay exactly. because most times people will sing along and they don't even know yeah and late enough in the night doesn't matter if you can sing or not <laughs> yeah as long you, as you're you picking get to the, the point where all the liquid encouragement is involved yes and yes and then, and then people just want to hear something they can sing along with and get excited about so <laughs> piano man that's another fun one to do yeah what have you enjoyed uh, in the past you know because uh, like i was uh, saying earlier the the first time that we had come on one of these uh, roundabouts was at uh, your place at your house yes in the backyard uh, where we had the unpaid staff on to talk about what was going on in the arts um, and so what have you seen this past year that really intrigued you or made you say wow that's a great production oh i really really enjoyed goodnight theater's version of little shop of horrors uh, that was fun i loved yeah. how um spoiler alert the the things come down at the end and the whole theater is filled with tentacles, and, um, you know, confetti and stuff. And that was uh, unexpected. It was it was a bigger production than I'm mm -hmm. used to seeing from them. I mean, Rocky Horror Picture Show a couple of years ago was fantastic, right. yeah. but it was in a smaller venue and right. um, you know, super well pulled off. But but yeah, I really, really enjoyed Little Shop of Horrors. That was super fun. Yeah. What else have you been to that uh, you've uh, been enjoying besides uh, Good Night Theater and so forth? I saw Little Shop of Horrors again this last, uh, oh, just a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. when my my own niece. That's right. Was a senior yes. at West Central High School and they did Little Shop of Horrors. And she played Audrey. Her name is Audrey. So <laughs> it was kind of a, a good swan song for her because she was graduating this uh -huh. year. So that was really fun, too. And um, and it's fun how some of, sometimes those uh, productions go in phases. You know, you'll see everybody's doing The Wizard of Oz this year, and there's like four of them or whatever. So it was fun <laughs> to see, you know, a professional version of that and then the high school version and, and to see my niece. All right. Really so uh, how did she do as a fan of the arts and how did she do as aunt melissa um how did i do as how, how do you, how do you rate her in, oh, in how her did performance okay. as someone that just loves arts but then also as aunt melissa where we yes, expected to be a I little thought bit she did a fantastic job i mean it's high school production right so um I have to look at all the performances as that because these are not, you know, professional actors. But she she did great. Uh, she ro rocked her songs, and there were several other actors that really did a fabulous job. The dentist, uh, his name was Elijah Huey, and <laughs> he was awesome, <laughs> creepy. I mean, because the dentist is supposed to be creepy, uh, but it was fantastic. They really had a lot of talent, and they really, oh, obviously had a lot of fun. I mean, you remember high school productions? Oh, course, yeah. They are a lot of fun, and so it's really nice to be able to see that come out. Um, as Auntie Lissa, it was a little harder to watch because... Really? Well, because Audrey is an abused character. Right. And I had never felt it the way I did oh, when I'm watching my own little niece up there. Right. She's not that little, but... Um, well, she's kind of diminutive in size, so she's little. <laughs> but uh, watching her up there with makeup on to look like she has a shina, you know, and that that was actually hard on me. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't necessarily expect to have that kind of reaction to that character because I never have before. But uh, yeah, so watching my own little niece play an a, a abused girlfriend um, 
She must have been doing a good job because it kind of hit yeah, me hard. It brought the uh, emotions <laughs> yeah. out, huh? Yeah. yeah. What do you love about theater? What do you love about arts and entertainment in general, actually? Um, I love seeing anybody get that excited about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it could be anything. I mean, it can be math. I might not be able to get that excited about it, but they do. And, and just watching anybody do something they are that excited about or talk about something they are that excited about. I mean, the world needs more geeks. Geeking out on stuff is what fuels all creativity, mm -hmm. all energy, all, you know, that's, that's what makes the world go around. So I just love to see people really doing what they love. Yeah, and that's what uh, this show is all about, mm -hmm. uh, talking about uh, people and their passions. My passion is uh, talking to other people about their passions. Well, Melissa, uh, always uh, great to have you on uh, as a friend, but also as an arts lover and an arts appreciator. Yeah, thanks for all having right. me. All right, thank you. And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Exo Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exochiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Exo Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you to my great guests, Leslie Parker and the Grill Gang, we might call them. That was a fun time passing the mic around uh, while we held out through thunderstorms and so forth. It was quite the day, Memorial Day. Well, it was quite the weekend, wasn't it? Anyway, we also, hey, thanks to uh, the people that uh, get power back on for you and so forth. Mm, tough jobs they have to deal with, right? All right. Also, thank you as well to the staff at The Source on North Phillips Avenue for the space to host our conversation with Leslie. We will get back to our wine bar this uh, coming week for episode number 133 conversations. Thank you for listening as well, the downloading, the streaming, the sharing, sharing, the the sharing. It is all greatly appreciated. We are now over 9,000 downloads and we are starting to ramp up for the Big 10K. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Get all 132 episodes online at DavePollyHour.com. As Arts South Dakota says, Home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, and Jesse Moppet Entertainment. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, go to DaveHollyHour.com. At the bottom of the front page is the additional links section. Click on the orange button. Dave Holly on Linktree. You can order merchandise, become a Dave Holly Hour VIP, and make contributions to the show. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.